This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 18th of December. Juzzy boy, it's an all-out war between the ACCC and Qantas. Get this, the ACCC wants airlines to pay passengers in the event of disruption, which happens way too often. Yeah. But Qantas has pushed back, saying this would just lead to higher airfares. Is that a threat, Quanny? <laughs> Sounds like it, B-Man. Fluxam, it is the middle of the month, and that means it is the perfect time to start checking in on how you're feeling about your finances. In the Flux app, we have a money check-in that asks you five questions and tells you how you're tracking against your last month and the month before that. It's like journaling for your money. So if you want to check it out, make sure to head to the Flux app and head to the money check-in. Three therapeutic stories today, Juzzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. The new owner of 7-Eleven Australia expects growth to come not from petrol, but from merchandising Ooh. as it aggressively expands its number of stores here. Some real interesting tasting takeaway sangers here, B-Man. Am I <laughs> right? So what is happening? Okay, some background. 7-Eleven Japan controls more than 80,000 7-Eleven stores around the world. And two weeks ago, it announced a $1.7 billion acquisition of 7-Eleven Australia. All 751 Australian stores. And hey man, get this. It's understood that a key reason why 7-Eleven Australia's former owners were open to selling was because of lowering petrol sales. Yep, petrol sales have been declining in Australia. In fact, more than 60% of 7-Eleven customers don't even buy fuel. Petrol sales are expected to continue continue declining over the coming years as we transition to electric vehicles. And that is why the new owner of Sevs sees bigger growth opportunities in merchandising. We're talking things like ready-to-eat fresh food. But what's really interesting here, Juzzy Boy, is that 7-Eleven Japan plans to expand the Aussie store network faster mm-hmm. than other countries where it operates. Including the United States of America. Uh-huh. So what is the key learning here? A growing population can often mean a growing economy. We know 7-Eleven Japan, they plan to expand their footprint in Australia And there's one big reason for it, B-Man, our growing population. Uh Uh-huh. The population in Australia is expected to grow at faster pace than many other countries for the next 20 to 30 years. So 7-Eleven reckons there is a lot of room for growth in the Australian market. Especially because Australia's population has been growing by around 500,000 people per year. So if Australia's population keeps growing, then demand for both on-the-go snacks and petrol Mm -hmm. will keep growing as well. For our second story, China's consumer prices fell the fastest in three years in November and it's largely got to do with Porky Pig. <laughs> so Chinese consumers not getting much pork on their fork, B-Man. <laughs> so tell me more. All right, we know that China is the second largest economy in the world based on GDP. And the second largest country in the world based on the number of citizens. We're talking 1.4 billion people. But, Juzzy Boy, in November, China's consumer prices fell the fastest in three years. We're talking a deflation of 0.5% from a year earlier. Interestingly, its meat imports were down 32%, and that's only compared to to one year ago. And Jazzy Boy, while that sounds like a good thing for consumers getting cheaper prices, mm-hmm. it's not actually great for the Chinese economy. So what's the key learning here? While high inflation is bad, deflation in a country's economy is even worse. And especially if you're a country with a hell of a lot of debt. Yeah, we know that most countries target an inflation rate of about 2 to 3% each year. That is the target amount that economists believe is important for stability in an economy. It's the sweet spot for important things like strong international trade and investment as well. So Jazzy boy, put very simply, if a country is making less money from every item that it produces and that it sells, yep. it takes a lot more to reach that 2-3% to inflation target. So B-Man, China is now looking at pumping more and more stimulus into the economy to fire it up in 2024. For our third and final story, Tesla has recalled more than 2 million cars after its self-driving car features software still isn't working as planned. Oh no, that's nearly every Tesla in the whole of the US, so tell me more B-Man. Okay, we know that Tesla is the OG 
OG electric vehicle. Yep, the vehicle that's almost a tech product where many of its features are fully digitized. But Jazzy Boy, Elon Musk had ambitions for more than just an electric car. Mm. He wanted it always to be fully self-driving. Yep, back in 2015, Elon Musk declared that Tesla could produce a fully self-driving car within a two to three year time frame. And here we are eight years later and it's pretty clear that self-driving cars just ain't happening yet. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't stopped him from releasing attempts of self-driving cars with some issues, of course. Yep, get this one, Jazzy Boy. Since 2016, there have been 35 incidents in the US where self-driving cars have led to issues. Including 17 people who have been killed. So now, Tesla will be recalling 2 million cars to fix a problem with its autopilot safety system. But B-Man, thankfully for Tesla, this recall doesn't actually require 2 million drivers to go into a Tesla repair center. To go into a Tesla repair center. No, they'll be sending out a software update in an attempt to fix the problem. So what is the key learning here? Modern vehicles are almost more computer than car these days. Yeah, back in the day, and still with older model cars, a product recall would mean physically repairing each and every car. For example, Ford had to recall 3 million cars in 2021 because those cars had issues with their airbags. And this cost them more than 610 million US dollars to physically repair the cars. But for Tesla, a recall just means sending an update over their air. And B-Man, it's expected that over-the-air updates will save car makers more than $1.5 billion by 2028 in the US alone. B-Man, the middle of the month is the perfect time to sit back, reflect on how you're going with your life, with your relationships, with your money, and we have the perfect tool in the Flux app to help you do that. It's called the Flux Money Check-In. So if you want to check it out, head to the Flux app and go to the Money Check-In. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Wednesday.